we did hear the whales. Yeah. That was really amazing. What did they yeah. sound like? Please well, demonstrate. They, <laughs> they sing to each other, right? Sure. And so they were... As we all do with our loved ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were really... What? talk about yeah i want to hear more about that <laughs> you guys now. don't sing Let's to each other it. when you let you yeah. all right whatever that's you, fine do you and Amanda, you and Amanda sing, sing to each other sometimes what do you sing just back and forth whatever you know songs you know it's not like it's okay. not like i'm sitting up there like a concert for 45 minutes but you know <laughs> no i like it yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's, it's sweet yeah, yeah it's sweet. it is sweet back off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay <laughs> all right well, welcome back to the beyond sunday podcast we're exploring how to take our faith beyond sunday morning this is patrick nazaroff with me as always Pastor David Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? And Elise McCarter. Still here. Still pretty successful. Back together in yeah, the studio. It's been a minute. It, it has, has been a while, yeah. Um, we have concluded kind of our, what, what was supposed to be two. Crazy and, stuff in Texas and series. And became a three-part <laughs> series uh, about uh, kind of things that you wrote about in your yep. congregational letter about the war in Ukraine, which mm-hmm. is ongoing. Ongoing. Yep. Yep. And kind of We just don't have much more to say about it. <laughs> I mean, we, we've said our piece. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Like, it's obviously awful. Yep. Right. We stand by that. Yep. Still, yeah. still, still on that team. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, we're back together in studio. Woo. So that's exciting. Yeah. And we have a special treat in our studio. <laughs> All right. Our <Treats>. actual treat. <laughs> treat. Treat. I brought in a um, bottle of Coca-Cola Starlight. All right. We've talked about it in the past, but now it's covered from space to itself. Try it. Space. Fla- it says it on the bottle. Space flavored. No, you know it's real. So, and I got the original. Uh, sugared or well, sure. high you fructose got, corn syrup. You got to go full high fructose right. corn syrup. Yeah, so yeah. This, this is not, not Coca Cola Zero Space, which they do have. <laughs> they do I have. Think a, it would be Space Zero. Space what? Zero. They do have Whatever. a Space Zero, but we or are Starlight gonna, Zero. We yeah. are going to taste space now. Just so we're clear, none of us have been to space, correct? No, I haven't been to space. Only in my dreams. Yes, <laughs> me neither. Me neither. All right, so we're going to try this and give our official review of Coca Cola Starlight. Okay, I'm ready. Yep. While you're pouring, <laughs> yep, right there else? into the microphone. That was lovely. That was good. Anybody else catch the article about Jeff Bezos uh, getting his spacesuit emergency tailored? Emergency tailored? Yes, to make yeah. him look like more voluminous. Mm, I'm not. It's one of my favorite articles. <laughs> I don't really want to know any more about that story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this is if you're not Jeff Bezos, this may be the closest you come. All right. right. Should we do a, a palate like like a wine tasting? You got to swirl it. Swirl it. You got to do the sniff. Okay. So first, why don't you describe like how it looks? Sure. So like cough syrup. Uh, you say I say cranberry, cranberry juice. I think feel like the color of cranberry juice. It does have it has a very holiday look to it. Some reddish hues. Yeah, definitely in there. red. It's not yeah. just like a, a dark, you know, brown soda. It's definitely got some red fruity, and on the on the nose, the nasal Ooh. cavity. What wow. is that? <laughs> That's it's like an air freshener. Ch- cherry, the- maybe. <laughs> it's strong. Some yeah, of us is taking us more seriously woo! than others. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that is a powerful smell. All yeah. right, let's all give it's it a like try. Like cotton here. candy. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Coca-Cola I mean, Cola Starlight. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I'm not going to like go out and seek it out. So I probably should have prefaced this that I don't like carbonation. Sure. So Elise is already <laughs> so, struck out. This right. is a this is a no go. Okay. It's and it's a it's a heavy carbonation on this one. It's it not, is. yeah. Yeah. It's not just like a fizzy water. I'll go in for a second taste here. Okay. I think at least you you mentioned cotton candy and I think that is really mm. spot on. Okay. Like it is I would say like not like like a vanilla cotton candy is what it tastes yeah. like to me. And not like vanilla yeah. ice cream, but like vanilla yeah. vanilla seasoning kind yes. of thing. Or, 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 seasoning. Or, or liquid. <laughs> Flakes you know? of vanilla. Yeah. You know, like that's what it tastes like to me. Yeah. This tastes like uh, if you 
uh, ate mm. the Pillsbury Doughboy. This is what it tastes like. <laughs> I mean, it is wow. This is his blood. Yes, <laughs> it is also red. So right. the blood of the Pillsbury <laughs> Doughboy. <Right. laughs> Shed yeah. for you. Right. I don't know that. It <laughs> don't ask us how we harvest it. <laughs> I don't know about if anything about this says space to me. Yeah, well, I've never been no. to space, right? Right. But like. I don't. Yeah, I just I don't get anything uh, in space. I do not like it. I th- you don't like it? No, I am not a fan. No, I think it tastes. It's incredibly sweet. Well, you also normally drink the the diet stuff or the zero I drink the stuff. zero. I yeah, but I I have no problem with the dark soda. You don't okay. like a dark soda. I, I tend not to like. And at least doesn't like soda at all. Yeah. So this yeah. it feels like this would be most in my wheelhouse. I think it's it's really. You know, it's like kitty sweet. It's in that's the di- it's in the like, direction of Big Red. Do you remember Big Red? Yeah, that's like it's, a cinnamon flavored. Yeah, it's a, well, not drink. not Big Red gum. The Big Red the drink. It's also cinnamon flavored. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and taste Big Red now. <laughs> he yeah. said, "Do you remember Big Red?" I don't remember Big Red. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember being cinnamon flavored. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't. I would say. And maybe this reminds you of like the horrors of the of living in space of like the never ending vacuum that you're facing. <laughs> right. This yeah. is in space. No one can hear you gag. Right. You know? like, yeah. I'm not going to go out and seek that out, but I'm also not like, going like, to spit it out all over the microphone or anything like that. So yeah. Yeah. There's like some minty aftertaste. Too. Which is weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's a big combination I could of see flavors. Space being minty though. Yeah. But not like a fun minty, more like a toothpaste minty. Right. Mm. Like uh, Coca Cola, I'm I'm not I'm not on team. I mean, I'm pro Coca Cola. I'm more team Coke than team Pepsi. Right. Not so for their you know look world worldly practices aside. Whatever. Yeah. The <laughs> branding yeah, yeah. in America, I'm more team Coke. So. So I will say this: historically, whenever one comes out with a new flavor, the other comes out with their own version. Like at mm-hmm. one point, there was Vanilla Coke and Pepsi Vanilla. Like sure. that was their big right. distinction. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what the Pepsi equivalent of Coca Cola Starlight is going to be. But I, look, sure. I look forward to it. Yeah, if Coke went to space, maybe Pepsi's going to the depths of the ocean. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. yeah. So. Bo- bottomless pit Pepsi. Or, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mariana's Trench Pepsi. Mm, there you go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Our official review of Coca-Cola Starlight. Meh. <laughs> At best, meh. <man. laughs> so, all right. Uh, I have a news story for us. Um, Yay. The news. Sometimes you see in our headline and you think, we got to talk about this on the <laughs> podcast. Isn't that what happened with Hank the Tank? And Pastor David is going to hate it. Oh. <laughs> and this is a headline for this. <sighs> Picked it out just to make me. No, I threw it out because it's amazing. And I also know you'll hate it. So <laughs> Fabulous. Enjoy your Coca-Cola Starlight. I will do that. All right. Now I'm just drinking it because it's here. This is the problem. Right. Yeah. Well, you can have mine as Which well. Which is functional. No, that would be weird. You already right. drank out of that. <laughs> it's about personalized license plates. Okay. I already hate it. <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina woman tried to convince DMV to let her mm. keep her fart license plate. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That is worth the money. Because she like she started her own 501c3 to like claim that it was like an organization that we, she was supporting. Is well, it 501c3 now? Uh, she was trying to, because it's, it's not Fairfield, but it's some place with an F, Fayette County or something. I don't know. She did something so that FART became an acronym for an organization so that she could justify it. Let's get there. Right, we'll, yeah, get yeah. there. Okay. we'll get there. All right. So uh, Asheville resident, Carly okay, Cindy. Yep. Yeah, makes sense. It already makes yeah, more sense. Yep. Right, yeah. Um, uh, tried registering the, this license plate fart and saw it was available <laughs> and she said I just have to have it sure and she's right <laughs> I, who doesn't want that yeah. is it available in Texas <laughs> probably not now right. I, this is now yeah. a thing you might have to try your own uh, well so in North Carolina though it violated their like profane use pot like they, oh, they were going to deny it saying that it you know was not allowed under certain regulations that they have right yeah. and so she had to come up with a organization <laughs> that she was are you going this news story or am i so, no, I'm, 
giving information. Yeah. You said I would hate it, and I'm proving that I already knew this story. <laughs> <laughs> you did bait him a little bit. Yeah. So. All right. Farts. Um, so it, she requested fart. It was available. Yep. It got shipped to her. She put it on her truck, and there you go. Uh, but soon, the DMV informed her that someone had complained. Oh, somebody Jerks. out there always ruining oh a good gosh. thing. Yeah. Um, so Sandy turned to the social network uh platform reddit to ask if you want idea what she should what she should tell always a good choice the dmv whenever you say my solution is to go to reddit right we're already yeah. in, in a trouble like zone. reddit can be a very helpful place yeah sure so so mm-hmm. they came up yeah. with this plan that they were she was going to tell the dmv it stands for an acronym for friends of Asheville recreational trails there you mm-hmm. go all right Lovely. so that's what she kind of said she built a website she sent this in uh and she says i, I like spending time outdoors yeah. And yeah, there fart. You go. yeah. And now you have Win-win. a charity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know that she actually filed for official charity status. Right. But yeah. She did build a website. Now for she it. has to. Yeah. She's got the vanity plate. She did have 15 people come out to a fart meeting. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fart meetup. Yeah. They'd all be the farters. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, I assume if you're walking on the trail, you're doing, the, you know, you call that crop dusting or however you want to show right. this. Yeah. Uh huh. Let's go out for some little crop dusting fart team. That's <laughs> right. Team. team fart. Yeah. Fart healthy, walking. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the DMV rejected it. Oh, uh, yeah, buzz killers can't have nice things. Yeah, she lost the battle, but she was allowed to keep the plate. Hey, well, oh. what do you mean allowed to? She bought it. What are they gonna come to her house and take it back? Take yeah, back her fart plate? Yeah, usually you have to turn them in. Yeah, okay. It's a license plate that could be used to like you know be on a car that they so commit a crime with. <laughs> so she got to keep her fart plate, and it now hangs. Uh, Hangs in her home. She has the fart mobile. Hmm. Yes. Powered by natural gas. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. I hope she hung that in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Seems appropriate. Right. Isn't it? Like any room is right. a room for a fart. Right. That's true. Right. You know, probably, you know, you don't want to necessarily place that in your kitchen. You know, that's probably the worst. I room. don't know. Better out than in. That's what Shrek says. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there you go. Uh, would you want a personalized license plate? No. No. Except for that one. Now I want that one. Now you want <laughs> fart? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want fart. I don't want a personalized license plate. No. I'm good. Okay. I mean, what I, what would I even put on a person? I don't know. No. I don't even want to spend time thinking about that. Pastor. Yeah. yeah the, Pray. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all of these are terrible. <laughs> I hate this already. <laughs> Baptize. Baptize. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. This feels so icky. Right. Martin. Martin? Martin? Oh, Luther? Okay. Yeah. It's like Steve Martin? Martin Short? Like right. what is it? Marty Luth. How about Mar- that? Marty Luth. Right. There you go. You could do like that, those symbols that's supposed to be like the he came to earth and then like died and went to heaven or like the he is greater than It has I to be think. letters and numbers. It's still a license plate. I can't just do symbology on my license plate. If, I feel like you could make a case for it. For symbology. You're literally a charity. So. <laughs> Call it the DMV. I am right. not a charity. charity. Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah. I might, I might be a non-profit individual, right. but I'm not a charity. <laughs> Let me tell you something. My mom has a personalized license plate. Yeah. I don't have anything against she people does. who do. I don't want one. Is it good? I have things against them, but is it good? No. Oh. <laughs> what is it? It is cat five because she had five cats when she got it, but now there she has go. more than five wow. cats. So. Nice. She spent postage on that. <laughs> cat she doesn't five. like change it? I, to my knowledge, she does not update it as she goes. Okay. Which I think was a mistake because she was always going to get more cats. You yeah. know, like right. that was, was, was going to happen. That was, she kind of, she aimed too low. Yeah. <laughs> she could have like grown into it. Yeah. yeah like, she should have. Yeah. Cat 11, cat 12. Yeah. 
Mm. What to aspire to, right? right? Yeah. You know, is it C A T? Does you just spell cat? Mm. C-A-T? Cat five. Yeah, you know, yeah. have the vanity plate for the cats you want, not the cats you have. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> for go. the farts you want. Right. Maybe you could try that. Fart five. Fart five. <laughs> <laughs> like the fab five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or fart three. You know, for right. the three people in your family. Right. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. yeah. Aim for the farts you want. Nice. You can yeah. do it. <laughs> can we do fart zero, like Coke zero? <laughs> yeah. Fart starlight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shoot for the stars if you miss you'll or shoot for the moon if you miss you'll land amongst the stars yeah, right? right fart for the Marilyn stars Monroe. Right. Fart, shoot for the farts yes <laughs> if you miss you'll land amongst the dingleberries <laughs> this is oh, great content okay. yeah <laughs> this is the content people came here for right well that's the content they've come to expect at least right. so, yeah. so look yeah if you're not into this you you bailed long ago yeah <laughs> At least what do we, we have some consistency. We got a thing. We got a real thing. We've uh, made fun of Coke. We've made fun of North Carolina and farting. What do we got now? We got a real thing. Yeah, I, That is a strike against North Carolina. Come on. Let, sure. let the woman have her fart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking this up. Let farts go. Yes. Let fart out. Let farts out. That yeah. would have been better. Yeah, it would have. <laughs> All the potential was there. <laughs> I missed it. Yeah, we're against holding in farts. Right. <laughs> free farts. Free fart. <laughs> Hashtag free fart. <laughs> <laughs> Loud and proud. <laughs> Set fart free. <laughs> All right. Yes. Enough of that silliness. On to serious business. All right. Uh, this is for friends over at Barna, Barna. Research. All right. Our, yeah. What did we decide? Not our besties. Our uh, casual acquaintances. Yeah. That's yeah. Right, yeah. No, our besties are relevant. Right. That's right. why I said these were not our besties. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to remember what we said Barna was. Yeah. No, I mean, we usually... I don't know if we do like Barnard, but we do like Pew more mm. for our research. Pew, Pew. Pew, yeah, Pew, Pew is more fun. That's right. <laughs> for sure. Pew is way more fun. Especially in connect- our fart episode. It would have been perfect. Oh, <laughs> so close. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Barnard research. Um, 56% of Christians feel their spiritual life is entirely private. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So- Subtitle. 56% of Christians don't want other people telling them that they're wrong. You already aired that out in the text thread. I about did, this. but now I'm airing it out for everyone <laughs> there else. There was no spoiler alert. Yeah, that number is actually 100. percent So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah. Yep. All right. What do we got? So right. 56. Yes. So this is from uh, some major report that they're putting together called okay. "Growing Together," uh, and this is kind of like an excerpt from that. Okay. So we don't really have the full story on the "Growing Together" research that they did. Sure. Right. All right, but um, first off, is our Christian life entirely private? No. <laughs> is that it? Is that, is that what you're looking for? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. one of those. It's supposed to be like a simple yes, no answer, right? Sure. So. Well, I mean, or, or is there a nuance? No. Okay. <laughs> there, there's, there's no nuance? There's no nuance. It oh. is not entirely private. End of story. Okay. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I have nothing yeah. else to say on the subject. Okay, well, <laughs> well hopefully podcast, something. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be carrying this one, Patrick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're back to talk about farts. Yeah. <laughs> it's par for the course. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, that's a pretty, pretty big number. It's over half. Yeah. I, I did the math and I checked it twice. So <laughs> 56% still over half. All right. So yeah. So they ask Christians. Wait, is, hold on. Back up. Do either of you think that the Christian life is entirely private? Because we need to have a conversation if that's true. This is supposed to be a simple yes, no answer for that question. Yeah. So I would say no, it's not entirely private. See, there we go. I think there's some nuance. No. Okay. It's either entirely private or it's not. What do you think? It doesn't mean I that no. it doesn't mean that yeah. it's entirely open either. It doesn't mean that there aren't. Right. Like. 
but I, it's okay. not there's no nuance to the fact that it's not entirely private right okay correct but it seemed like you were it's wide open all the time i think it should be wide open more often than we think it is are we talking about farts again <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so they ask questions to Christians. Do you feel Christian life is entirely private? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Yeah. And then they ask some follow-up questions to kind of see like, if you said yes, how do you feel about these things? If you said no, how do you feel about these things? Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. So, um, so if, then they asked, is it very important for me to see progress in my spiritual life? Mm-hmm. My faith is very important in my life. I have weekly time with God. Okay. So this is kind of the follow-up questions. All right. So if you said yes... I consider my spiritual life to be entirely private. Uh, your answers to those questions would be more likely to be no than if you said no. Okay. I consider my so if you, if you think your spiritual life is entirely private, you're more likely to say no to... Is it very important to see progress in my spiritual life? Okay. Mm-hmm. My faith is very important to me. Yeah. I have weekly time with God. I believe that. Okay. That makes complete yep. sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, if you are saying my spiritual life is private, mm-hmm. is it really that important to you? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, yeah. in some, and I don't want to get too far ahead, but in some ways, this is like, you know, when when people tend to talk about like uh, giving and generosity, the people who resist having conversations about giving and generosity the most are the people who are, for whatever reason, ashamed of their own giving and generosity. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't want to talk about it because they don't want to be confronted with the fact. And this is a blanket statement, right? But uh, many times they don't want to talk about because they don't want to be confronted with the fact that they themselves are not as generous as they want to be think they should be could be whatever that might be right mm-hmm. um and the people who are actively you know generous with their money want to talk about it because they see what a blessing it is and i think this is the same thing right if you're if your faith isn't that important to you but you're trying to put on a show well no my faith is my faith is private i have my my private time with right. god right I, and so it's like an easy out yeah 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 I so guess. it just it just makes complete sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But so there's, there's zero accountability here. We'll get into that, but there's there's just no accountability in that. Yeah, yeah. We'll kind of take Barna and then we'll kind of bounce from there. Right. So okay. Yeah. Bounce, so bounce, bounce. Uh, like right there. All right. A song just popped into my head. Right. And are so you if I sing for us, no, I'm not. But if I were at home with my wife, I would have started singing the song to her. To she's her. A, yes. Yeah. Does she want you to sing songs to her? I don't know. That's not important in this situation. <laughs> it sounds cute, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like, I don't know, antagonistic song singing. <laughs> well, I don't do it maliciously. Right? <laughs> it's like when you're mad. It kind of depends on the right. sitcom. Like, where's the camera? If it's on you and you're singing and smiling and dancing and like, that's cute. Then yeah. it like pans over and it's her and she's rubbing her temples. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's probably sometimes true. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's never out of malice. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let me ask. Is it, is it important to see progress in your spiritual life? Yes. Elise? Yes. yes. <laughs> you keep asking yes or no questions, so right. I give yes or no this answers. Well, these simple. are yes or no yeah. questions. Right. So, yes. Is uh, faith very important in your life? Yes. Yes. I That's good, because we'd have to I, kick somebody off the podcast. And it would be me, I guess, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I have weekly time with God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. You know, most weeks. You know, some, some weeks I can definitely say, uh, maybe I didn't. Maybe I kind of struggled that week. Sure. So, but you know, most. Do you like literally have to show up for church though for your job? So, that's that counts. But I would say, like, <laughs> giving you a pass. It's a particular thing within ministry, right? I think. Sure. I think Patrick will reflect this too, right? That like, for me, showing up to church is not my time. Like, it's time okay. with God, but it, yeah. I, I don't count that towards my time with God because it's. Yeah, I guess that's true. If you're running it, yeah. basically. I don't want to say it's performance, right? right? But you know, I'm there. I'm. There's a performance a element, right? There's right. a performance element, and I'm ensuring that other people have the opportunity to right. have that time with yeah. God. Yeah. 
Uh, and in, in good weeks, I'm also having time with God during that time. But if I'm thinking about, hmm, am I having weekly time with God? I don't count <coughs> right. worship in it. Right. Or like sermon prep. I don't count that as time with God. Yeah. Right. There's other things that I'm doing for that purpose. Yeah. I know, um, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, for church workers, it can be tough to like differentiate yeah. Yeah. time spent like preparing a Bible right. study to Doing time work. spent yeah. in Bible study. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Makes and so that, that can be difficult. So there are definitely, I think, church workers out there who spend a lot of time thinking about these things, sure. but very actually little time yep. on their own faith development. Right. Yeah. I mean, how much time do you want to spend thinking about the fact that you love your your spouse and how much time do you want to spend on a date with your spouse? Right. Those are two different mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Or singing to them. Or singing, singing to them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't spend much time thinking about singing to her at all. It just pops out. It just out. happens. Yeah. Because it's it just natural. bubbles over. <laughs> it just cannot be contained. Okay. So then we went into the generations. Which generation would be most likely to think uh, spending um, your your spiritual life is private. Which generation is most likely to say yes okay, yeah. to that? You have a guess? Uh, only because I read that part. So okay. I yeah, do have we a read that, that part. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you, you read the, you did your I assignment. Did, yeah. Yes. I understood. All right. So what is it? Uh, the older generation yeah. thinks it's private. Older you are, the more private it is. Also does not surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just in conversations, I think that's where, you know, e- even going back, uh, to you know uh, catholic churches and things like that if you talk to people who are older catholics they don't talk about their faith with god right they go to confession yeah. they do they, they have their practices but they don't talk about it beyond that because it's a private encounter right? even if you're doing it corporately within mm-hmm. worship right it's still a private experience and i think that's true of a lot of different things but we through generations right our generations have become more and more public with our previously held pi- private things right so things that your grandparents would say, oh, we don't talk about that publicly, right? Right. The generation coming up is like, oh, we talk about all that stuff publicly, whether right. that's wealth or money or what, like, sure. you know, all the workplaces are all struggling with uh, people who are coming up wanting more full disclosure about what people are paid. And they're like, oh, we don't talk about money. Right. You know, right. And it's these generational challenges. And I think that's just playing itself out here too, where we have a generation that says, oh, we don't talk, that's private. We don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. And the next generation is like, no, we got to talk about it because if something's broke, you got to fix it and mm-hmm. you can't fix it if you don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I also think um, the younger generation you go to, the less likely you are to be Christian, more mm. likely to be a nun. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not a Catholic nun. Right, right. But a, a, N-O-N-E. Yes, right. A, a nun. And so kind of like um, what you end up with when you have less is sometimes, well, people who are who believe deeper yeah. in a right. sense. Yeah. You know, right. if you're a Gen Z and you have a faith in Jesus, well, that's not an easy faith to have yeah. in a right. sense. like. The culture is not making that easy for you, or your culture yeah. is not making that easy for you. Yeah. Biblically, we call that the faithful remnant. Right? Yeah. The people who are left and they're like supercharged. For, yeah. <laughs> well, in the Bible, it's not usually supercharged for Jesus because it's pre-Jesus, but they're supercharged. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. For something. Old Testament. <laughs> right. For God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it was easy, when it was easier for generations right. to feel like I never have to talk about faith because I just kind of feel like we all believe the same yeah. thing and mm-hmm. we don't ever have to. Yeah. We don't ever voice right. it. Um, then yeah, then it's easy to kind of get into like, well, why would we talk about faith at all? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and so that that would probably mean though, your older generation doesn't really see the value or as much the value of seeing progress in spiritual life, sure. saying faith is important to them, spending weekly time with God. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that isn't a blanket statement. We have incredibly faithful boomers yeah. and beyond here at Lord Life, mm-hmm. um, but I think it just kind of says like maybe this is more of a um, cultural Christianity and yeah, I, I believe in Jesus, but it's not really 
a factor in how I live my life or yeah, yeah, yeah. a driving force in kind of how I do things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So Christian adults mm-hmm. desire friendships that challenge them to grow in their faith. All right. So this is kind of interesting here too, because we're now we're kind of taking this like, what do you, how do you want to grow and challenge yeah. yourself yeah, when yeah. you're not doing faith independently of others? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do mm-hmm. to grow? Yeah. Okay. So they ask the question, friends should challenge each other to grow in healthy ways. Uh, percentage who agree. Okay. All right. Did y'all read this or is this new? I got this far. <laughs> I remember seeing that headline. Right. I did not see the numbers. The colors on the chart were pretty. I looked yeah. at those. Mm, they're there gorgeous. It's yeah. a pretty it color look, chart. Yeah, it kind of looked like, like a Coke bright, Starlight. Bright mm-hmm. blues and greens. It oh, is. that did not look like Coke Starlight. Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe that's what you're saying after yeah. drinking Coke right. Starlight. Whoa. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, what do we think? Since you did not see the chart, yeah. all Christians, what percentage would you think would say friends should challenge each other to grow in healthy ways? Uh, of all Christians, I'm going to say 40%. Uh, that's probably low, but I don't know. 40%. That's actually pretty high. 30 something. 32. A, th- a third. 33%. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh, can thir- we acknowledge how close that was? <laughs> okay. Elise is great at right, guessing percentages. Right. Yeah. Still at it. <laughs> uh, so a third of Christians would say that having friends challenge one another is important. Correct. Okay. okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Um, so if now they're using the phrase like a discipleship community. Mm-hmm. So I think should it's we maybe, talk about what that means? Yeah, we should probably take a time because yeah, yeah. that, that's the kind of the next question. Like, <laughs> yeah. So what what does that mean? So because they're <laughs> Barna is using this. I'm going to be honest, as if you know what this is. Right. Now, yeah. again, they're pulling this. If you're reading this, you probably do. Well, I think they're pulling this from a larger study right. that probably defines this better, yeah. that, that we're not getting kind of the, kind of the, what happened before and what's happening after. Sure, sure. We're just kind of getting a middle here. I'm like, here's, here's some information for Christians and churches. To a little teaser. With. Yeah. So what is a discipleship, a discipling community? Alicia, you want to take that one? Well, I'm not sure I know what it means. <laughs> Now that so we've said that. It's yeah. a very churchy word. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I've been in a lot of different situations that have all called themselves discipling communities. Sure, sure. Some of them were straight up hateful situations mm-hmm. and some of them were like we meet for dinner once a month and yeah. somehow that translates into yeah. discipling. Do so you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So when I think about a discipling community, right? And this is actually a conversation that we're having at Lord of Life right now. We had yeah. this okay. at our leadership retreat back in the... Oh, yes, we did. Yes, there you go. <laughs> there we no, go. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming back. Uh, yeah. So when I think of a discipling uh, community, right? It's a community that intentionally takes on this call of living as Jesus lived, right? So being uh, followers of Jesus, being disciples mm-hmm. of Jesus, and also um, actively helping others uh, to live into that a reality as well. So not only are you trying to follow Jesus, but you're trying to help others follow Jesus. Yeah. And we call that uh, process discipling because Jesus called his followers disciples. That was the term that was used at the time. Yeah. And there are plenty of uh, areas and realms in which disciple is used. It just happens to be a term that we've picked up. And so a discipling community, more than just a church, right, or, or more than just a, a club or something like that, a discipling community particularly is designed to say, I want to follow Jesus and I want to encourage others to follow Jesus as well. And we help one another do that. Mm. Yeah. So if this is kind of your faith community, you might have, you know, mention of things like mentorship sure. mm-hmm. yeah. or... Um, Talk about being discipled yep. or discipling others. Like, there's, you know, the idea of like, oh, you're new to our church. Let me connect you with somebody who's been here a while to help guide you in yeah. faith, kind of things like that. It, it has some intentionality behind it. Um, some churches do this better than others. Sometimes yeah. Lord Life does this well. Sometimes it doesn't 
do it I'll tell you who does yes. it great is AA and other yeah. uh, 12 step mm-hmm. groups. Uh, you get connected to that process. And I don't remember, I think sponsors maybe is what it called. Yeah. Uh, but you, you know, you get in and when you're, when you're ready, right, they don't push you to it before you're ready, but when you're ready to turn that page and do that next step, they hook you up with a sponsor who's been on that walk for a long time. Yeah. And that sponsor is somebody you turn to for everything, right? You yeah. call them in the middle of the night when you're wanting a drink and they talk you off that, uh, that particular spot or whatever is happening, right? And uh, they do that kind of model great. We want to say that's the same model we want to have for people who are trying to follow Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that would not be like the place that I would go to when I think of discipleship community. Mm. So I'm glad yeah. we defined that. Sure. I'm not, I wonder if Barna, like the people that Barna is surveying land in that same spot. I, I bet not. I don't know. Yeah, I think it... We're only getting a bit of this kind of yeah. greater study. Yeah. Um, so, but they are saying like, okay, people who are in discipleship community, mm-hmm. uh, what percentage of them should friends challenge each other to grow in healthy ways? <coughs> I would imagine that percentage would be higher. It is. Mm-hmm. So let's call it 60%. <laughs> Go ahead, Elise. What's your guess? 48. Uh-huh. She yeah. saw the number. 49. It's it's 49. Oh, no, I didn't see the numbers. But. It's 48. You've got to be kidding me. This is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Which just seems low. This stupid game. That, that does seem low, yeah. For pe- well, Particularly if you say I'm well, in this a... this is strongly agree, by the way. So Okay, but, okay. You're, but you're, def- you're self-defining as someone who's in a discipling community. <laughs> if you're self-defining as someone who's in a community wherein, by my definition, that community is designed to challenge one another and grow in faith, right. it seems weird <laughs> that that number is right. not like... 75 80 percent i'm enjoying how annoyed you are over that percentage <laughs> it just seems weird you're self-defining <laughs> you are yeah you said i'm in a discipling community they didn't say that you're in this they you said i'm in a self or in a discipling community <laughs> and yet you apparently think that you should be being challenged i don't understand <laughs> that i don't know like i could kind of relate relate to like the don't tell me what to do like i don't know sure but then why are you in a discipling community you're not my dad <laughs> right right i don't know <laughs> I came here one day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm just kidding. I do think it's valuable. <laughs> well, I, I just sh- don't like. I don't showed up as a guest and they asked me this question for a Barna survey. <laughs> right. Right. It's my first day. Somebody asked me to be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then uh, if you're not in that community at all, the answer drops to like 20%. Yeah. And then they did do by age. And okay. Kind of similar things. If you are a boomer, you're really only about 23rd or I kind of would agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then if you're a Gen Z, so the youngest mm-hmm. generation to, to kind Younger of Younger than any of us. Yep. Yeah. Would be 43% agree that, okay. strongly agree that friends should challenge each other to grow. Okay. So I think what we're seeing like, that's kind of maybe skewed in this kind of, even if you're a discipling community and you're older, you're like, yeah, this makes sense, but nobody should challenge me to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's kind of like, that's still that kind of generational perspective. Well, and there, yeah, I think that's, a piece, and there is, you know, brain chemistry too that says it's harder and harder for us to change and adapt how we think about things and how we view the world the yeah. older we get, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. just, that's a psychological piece that happens too. Um, yeah. Outside of faith or outside of any particular issue, the older we are, the more, the more psychologically and chemically we're set in our ways. Sure. Not me though. No. no. <laughs> I'm, Definitely the exception. Yeah. Yeah. Someday I'll be the exception. Right. I'm not old enough We're to not, be the exception yeah. yet. Patrick, are you the exception? Yes. <laughs> I am. Ah. He's older ah, than us. Ah. jokes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You were born before we were. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> All right. So that's kind of the end of the study. There's yeah. really nothing more to talk about. But I think with this kind of it's interesting because we do kind of have, I think, a rise of people mm-hmm. who are kind of publicly saying, 
I am a follower of Jesus, yep. but I'm choosing to do that outside of a church body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think some of that comes from one, the church is kind of messy. Sure. Mm-hmm. And hypocritical. Mm-hmm. And I choose not to identify with them. Uh, some of it might be some level of selfishness of like, I'm a follower of Jesus, but I don't actually want to live a life yeah. that is different than what I would not, that I would live if I'm not a follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That I like it. I like Jesus. I believe in Jesus. And yet, cut that off. My life looks exactly the same. Yeah. Um, so why do you think there's this rise? And what do we do about this? Yeah, well, I think you hit one of the pieces on the head is that churches can, uh, are messy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and have historically dropped the ball in a lot of ways. I think hypocritical is fair. Yeah. Um, and, and so when people have seen the churches cause so much pain, uh, often in the name of Jesus, um, and not handle that pain well, right? Uh, yeah. It's easy to think this this doesn't compute with this person, Jesus, that I claim to be following. And so if I claim to be following this person, Jesus, how can I be a part of this thing in which I don't see Jesus? Mm-hmm. Right. And I, to an extent, I get that. Um, but I still think we're called to be part of a, uh, of a faithful community. I, th- I yeah. still think that's a piece of it, right? Jesus did not um, call his disciples to go out and live in the desert by themselves and follow him. He called them to go and make disciples, right? Yeah. That's uh, the end of uh, Matthew's gospel. Uh, go and make disciples and I'll be with you to the end of the age. Like that's that's the mission. That's the call. Yeah. Um, and that's how we see the, the growth of the early church is by living in community with one another. And, and, you know, as we've talked about many times on the podcast before, that was a very different style of community than what we have now, right? Mm-hmm. Being a part of that community was costly. Um, you could not just casually say, oh, yeah, I believe in Jesus. Like, you know, that that meant something powerful. Yeah. Um, and we've lost that uh, as uh, Christianity became uh, culturally acceptable and even culturally powerful. We've lost that uh, that drive to have the same kind of uh, deep motivation behind the claims that we make. Yeah, I think this one is a complicated one for me because my lived experience is that I took some time away from the church and still considered myself a person of faith, um, but very intentionally said, Mm -hmm. "Mm, I'm not going to do this right now. So from my personal experience, I think that there are times that are appropriate to step away from that and sort of regroup and figure out, you know, what, you know, whether it's, you know, what you believe Mm -hmm. or other things that you're trying to sort out. I think that that can be fine and also sometimes healthy to take that break because i think you know it's hard to predict theoretical futures right but i think it actually would have been disastrous for my own faith if i had stayed you know at that point in time yeah which is perfectly right there are always going to be exceptions to the rule and there are and there are communities that i would say yeah you should not be a part of that community and Sometimes you need time to heal right. when one relationship has, you know, damaged you or, or yeah. hurt you. I don't want to I don't want to say like you're damaged, but like when that <laughs> when that much pain has come out of something, right? right. You you need time to heal from that. Right. You need time to grieve that. You need time yeah. to, to move forward. Sure. So I mean that of course I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Um but I, I think the the ultimate call of faith mm-hmm. still centers around community, right? Eventually you found yourself back in a community. Right. And I think that's meaningful. And right. and you need to find the community that can heal that process and that can allow you to continue to heal that. Um, and sometimes you're not going to like jump right in and be 100% involved immediately. Like that might not be where you are. You might not say, oh, I want to start a podcast when I'm, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's okay too. Yeah. But we're not called to do this thing called faith alone, mm-hmm. yeah. right? We're, we're not called to do it on our own. Um, and when we 
when we read the Bible on our own, when we try to do faith on our own, when we try to have this practice on our own, we end up with a God that just looks a whole lot like us because mm-hmm. that's the only experience that we're bringing to it. Right. And as long as that's true, then we're just going to have a God that looks like us. And like Patrick said, right, it's going to be really easy to say, oh, I could cut this God out of my life and my life would look pretty much the same because that God already looks a lot like me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's clear from the writers of the gospels and the, um, the letters to uh, the early church that faith is meant to be done in a community. Yeah. It's best done in community, but that does not mean every community is doing faith best. Right. Well, in fact, some of them are doing faith worse. I mean, like yeah. that they would be doing it. Let us name them now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on blast. Right. That Rolls church down the street. Yeah. Listen up Corinthians. <laughs> oh wait, there are actually people who live in Corinth now. I didn't mean them. I meant ancient Corinthians just to be clear. No. I think they're we, probably okay. We so. meant Corinth. <laughs> right. I did. Corinth. All of our Corinth yeah. listeners. Right. Yeah. Hey, they're going to be out there now. They're going to yeah. be streaming this, right. yelling at because us. Because of our Coke Starlight review. <laughs> <laughs> We're now very popular. In Corinth. Yep. They yeah. love the Coke Starlight. Um, it, is ob- it is painfully obvious, if you've paid attention to American Christianity, that a lot of times the church um, can do a lot more harm than good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that it can really painfully wound and destroy some people. And uh, right now you could probably, you know, just go to your computer, Google church does something bad, and <laughs> you're going to have a lot of stuff on there to be like, oh, 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 that is really yeah. awful. And a lot of failure of... Don't, don't Google that. Of godly <laughs> men and women who really did not do a very good job. Yep. Of of kind of shepherding flocks or providing um, care for those uh, in their community, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think because we can do it bad that that means that's an excuse for us to never do it together. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, I do understand the sentiment of I need a break from this sure. to figure some things out. But uh, my hope for everybody when that break comes is to come back to a community that's yeah. better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think a lot of the, the hurt that we see is a symptom of that uh, that private faith, right? Where you, know, you get into a congregational meeting, and this is a silly example, but you get into a, a meeting with a congregation and they're just screaming at each other over the color of the carpet <laughs> and the new whatever that they're building, right? Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of that stems from not having meaningful public conversations about our faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then we we assume that we can start treating each other that way. Whereas if we're having public conversations with our faith, if we're in relationships in which we are encouraging and challenging one another in our faith to move forward, yeah. I see your humanity. I know your vulnerability and you know mine. And that uh, means that we're careful with how we speak to one another. And we're not careful in a, in a guarded way, but careful in a sense of this is a human being whom... I know Jesus loves and I know I love and the color of this carpet is not a reason for me to scream at them. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of this, this hurt historically has been, Oh, this is private. And so we're going to handle this thing behind closed, closed doors because this is private. We don't want this to affect anybody else's life. And we're, and so we're, we're going to usher this thing away. We're not going to talk about it or we're going to uh, move this, uh, you know, pastor or priest or whoever who committed this uh, act of indecency here. We're going to just move them somewhere else. It's all going to be fine. It's, mm-hmm. it's a private walk with God. God's going to take care of it. No, we, we, this is a public thing that we need to give voice to and speak out loud uh, because light heals things and darkness does not. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Unless it's a sunburn. <laughs> hey oh. Touche. Right. Touche. Got it. <laughs> I was trying to think of a witty comeback, but I got nothing. Right. 
You just need the sunscreen with an S-O-N. Oh, no. Yeah. No, let's See, not be those people. Yeah, I did it. Get that on the vanity license plate there, folks. Sunscreen, that's sunscreen. yours. Sunscreen. There, there you go. You have it. Yes. Right. No, thank you. And you, you. made it up all Hard by pass. yourself? I did. That's why I don't want one because it's right. terrible. Uh, copper tone. <laughs> <right>. Banana boat. <laughs> Whatever the one with a little girl. This dog is pulling down. That's copper Isn't that copper yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Are there other sunscreens out there? Sun bum. Sun bum. That's my favorite. Sun bum. Okay. Mm-hmm. It probably is. I don't know. All Neutrogena. right. Neutrogena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on this topic since we're clearly devolving? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should be talking about our faith. I think public, uh, public expressions of faith are good. Public mm-hmm. conversations about faith is good. Your faith is not meant to just be this private thing that only you and God know about. It should be yeah. something that you should be willing to have others challenge you and others should be willing to be challenged by you. That's yeah. A, yeah. It's a mutual thing. Yeah. I mean, I think we've joked before about like my problems with authority on this podcast. <laughs> so to me, like anytime you say the phrase like challenged by people, I'm like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, but yeah. to me, it's always a show me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. Like I That's want fair, to yeah. be encouraged to be better because of the people that I'm around. Right. Yeah. And and so maybe there's a better word than challenge. But, but when I hear, when I say challenged, I don't mean tell Elise what to do. Right. I mean, Hey, at least brought this thing up and say, huh, what, what's that about? Like, yeah. where, where's that coming from you? Or, or why do you think that, or why do you mm-hmm. read the scripture and think that's the end? Right? And, you know, just having those conversations and yeah, not saying at least go do this. Right. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Cause at least will not, <laughs> if you do that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think the way that I think of my faith is not private. It's a piece of who I am. Right. Sure. And so if I'm going to invite anybody to, you know, share in who I am, then that's a piece of it as well. So yeah. it's, I'm not. It's not a thing that I feel like should be hidden, you yeah. know, but it's also not a thing I feel like I need to advertise necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Just like the rest of who I am. Yeah. It just is what it is, right? Yeah, I would just, uh, when I was in high school, I had, I was part of this process uh, where we had what we called accountability partners. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had those too. They yeah. were awful. Uh, it was miserable. But keep going, yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was, it was miserable, but it was miserable because, and I, I've come to realize this through my own reflection over mm-hmm. lots of, of time thinking about this. It was miserable because of my own, sense of shame for not being able to uphold the standards that I thought mm-hmm. I was supposed to keep. Right. And so our, my accountability partner, right. Was basically there to say, Oh, well you're not reading the Bible enough or you're mm-hmm. not me- memorizing this verse. Well now. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, that's not what that should be about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the account, if, if you're going to have something, and I don't need to use the phrase accountability partner, mm-hmm. but I think that yeah. having someone who's there who is holding you accountable to things in an encouraging way, like saying like, yeah, it's okay to, it's okay to not read the Bible every day, but were you closer to God this mm-hmm. week? Right. Was, yeah. it, was there something this week that was different or better or, right. or strange than last week? Right. It's okay to have that kind of relationship. And I think that's important in the same way that like, if you go and try to, to work out every day by yourself, right, you're going to plateau and you're going to get tired and you're going to, uh, you know, eventually stop going because it's just, it's exhausting to do that on your own. Mm-hmm. But if you're a part of a community that's doing that thing, or you have a partner who's going to the gym with you, or you have someone who's dieting with you, or you have someone who's doing whatever, right? It, it's easier when you have that support of someone who's there to encourage you and support you and hold you accountable. Because sometimes we need someone to say, hey, you're continuing to make the same mistake over and over and it's not helping you. And someone, sometimes we need that outside voice to say that, mm-hmm. even when we don't want to hear it. Right. Because no one tells Elise what to do. No. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in a corner. Right. <laughs> All right, Elise. Well, you cannot get a fart vanity license plate. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> Excellent. Filing now. This plan worked out perfectly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> all right. Uh, I think that's all we got. All right. 
Well, hey, if you liked this episode, uh, you can find all of our podcasts at beyondsundaypodcast.com. Be sure to rate and review us. Uh, leave us a comment or send us an email about your favorite vanity license plate, whether that's <laughs> one that you've owned yourself or one that you've seen on the road as you drive by. Uh, you can send those vanity license plate suggestions to uh, beyondsundaypodcast at gmail.com. And on a later episode, we will vote on our favorite and we will get it for Elisa's car. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it, it might be taken. I should say, Elise will get it for her car. Yeah. Beyond Sunday is not going to be financing this yeah, project. So we'll see. We'll see. Jury's out. Yeah. I mean, I brought us the Cokestar Light. So right. Right. We're, yeah. all, we're all making sacrifices. That's right. We're all in so. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, thanks Do for listening, everybody. <laughs> Do the thing. We'll be back next week with more Beyond Sunday. Bye.